Tripping with the Nelsons. Yeah. yeah. Tripping with the Nelsons. Yeah. We're finally back. We're still in Baja. It's been a month and four days. And day after tomorrow, we catch the ferry to Mazatlan and start a new vacation, mainland Mexico. We're so used to Baja that we're now super nervous about getting to mainland Mexico because it feels like we're about to actually enter another country. We're coming to you from Pescadero Surf Camp in Pescadero, Baja del Sur. Baja California del Sur. Just south of Todos Santos. Boy, has life turned into an adventure for the Nelsons. I'd like to um, throw out some sponsors. Number one, Dave Amentado. We never told the story <laughs> of Dave, but when we were up in Arcata area this uh, fall, I guess, uh, yeah, fall is the theme of this story, we were driving back and Dave called. He's like, dude, did you guys leave the flags on your car and drive on the freeway? <laughs> we were like, oh no, they're gone. He said, I saw them on the side of the highway. And he did this crazy, like you turn off the highway, went up on some bridge and w crawled down into like the side where he saw the flags just laying there randomly. So he rescued us. Yeah. The flagpole broke, but the flags remained. Yeah, and the flags, we really like to put the flags out everywhere we go. The flags are of the world and of Bob Marley. Yeah. And in that event, not only did the flag and its pole fly out, but the whole uh, flag holder, flag pole holder, I just had like super Velcroed on, and that didn't hold up to driving freeway speeds. So he got the whole everything back. And... Uh, yeah, we made a new flagpole out of the uh, same thing we had before. It's one of those uh, paint roller extension handles because those are actually cheaper than just buying a plain dowel at the hardware store. So, And our other, our other um, sponsors are the Rays. Um, yeah. Chris and Maya. Chris and Harlow Maya. Harlow Rees. Uh, from Santa Cruz, we ran into them in front of the fancy grocery store down here. You may know Chris Ray as Ribsy. Um, we were at the fancy organic grocery store, and of course that's where we ran into a homie, and they insisted we stay with them. They wanted us to stay with them the whole time. They're so kind. Uh, they happened to have a house down here, and we stayed with them a couple nights. And it was good because then we moved into this really fancy place for us. Um, we're on the roof of our little, like, one-room studio right now. Yeah, and that night I got my first bout of Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> I'm sure the first of many. We've been eating a lot of amazing food, and sometimes that comes with its consequences, I guess. And, uh, yeah, we all know how that goes. It's like, the, it's like a nice cleanse <laughs> for Christmas, the Christmas <laughs> cleanse. <laughs> but where did we leave them off, Jamie, at mm. the wall? It's been so long, I really don't know where we're up on. The last, the last episode we recorded at the wall. We recorded it at the wall. So we've been all up, well, we went as much as the Seven Sisters as we could. We've done some more building. Oh yeah, we went from the wall where we built a little wall, made it very beautiful. I wrote a song about it. 
Um, that was not completely done yet, but neither is the wall. Part of it. <laughs> but, um, and then we went back through. We four wheel drive through Rosalita, bought gas from a guy in, in his, his backyard. backyard where he like drives his pickup truck with 50 gallon barrels like I want to say 50 miles into Guerrero Negro and fills him with gas and then drives this sketchy highway and dirt road back to his house. He said it's really scary. Um, and then he just siphons the gas out of a barrel into your car. We paid like eight bucks a gallon there, but it was better than driving a bunch of miles to go to a regular gas station. Yeah, we would have had to do like a 200 mile round trip just to fill up with gas. And then we went back into the Seven Sisters and went to the next point north of Alejandro. And it was a really cool campsite with some really cool friends that we met, Steve and Heidi, who are from Santa Cruz. Is that right, Steve and Heidi? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they live on Pleasure Point, and we camped next to them for four nights. It was super cool, and we built another amazing rock thing that was like a four-day, like four hours a day for four days hardscaping. It was so much fun. Our campsite was basically like a hardscaping yard. It had like shale and square rocks on the hillsides all around us and regular dirt, like gravelly dirt. And then the beach was only 15 yards away with beautiful coarse ground sand and big old cobblestones. So we had like everything you needed to just build an amazing thing. Yeah, and then all these clamshells, it's a, at some, I guess it's not the season, but the season of clams comes upon this area and it was just like a clamming, I think it's where all the clams in the universe might come from. <laughs> yeah, it's just like stacks and stacks and stacks of clamshells that wash up in the rocks and become these like little, we were calling them tiles, like little white soft round tiles. And um, we noticed at the fish camp, they use them to adorn like their outhouses. They do these like really fancy floors. So I spent hours and hours collecting these tiles. It was so fun because I'm definitely, you know, a shell collector at heart. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of just let, let them be because so it was really cool to like collect a bunch of shells for a utilitarian reason at the beach. Artistic and utilitarian. It's pretty yeah. rad. And it just, the campsite that we pulled into there, um, the parking spot, it had like this rubbly pile of rocks and things behind it. And then this nice little like path and things like a little tiny garden in front, desert garden. But it turns out that what was that pile of rocks behind used to be some kind of small one bedroom house or something. And so it had like, if you took a closer look, you could tell it was like the a old foundation, foundation or something. Or some, yeah. So basically, we put in like a cool sitting area and a whole like decorative floor in like where where a house used to be. We did another, you know, moving down the coast to another spot, um, El Cajon. We did another stone path. A to, oh, I'm sorry. El, yeah, Conejo. Punta Another Conejo, that was point. way cool because recently some friends showed up there to surf because there is massive swell hitting the coast. I know you're probably if you're in California watching this, you know because you just got it too. Um, so people are just flocking down here to surf these big waves in Baja, and um, someone sent us a homie 
uh, sent us a video. He found our rock path, and we just thought that was so cool that, like, you know, we created something that lived on. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's still, it's these silly, like, it, I don't know. It's just really fun. That one started out as, like, a nice rock area in the sand. Take a shower. Next to some grasses for us to shower on out of the sand. And then we extended and just like made it go a little bit further so you could pee into the grass and all the way back to the back of our camper so you, you could like walk to and from the shower without getting sandy feet. Yeah, and so we finally were like, you know, let's drive to La Paz. We ha getting the ferry to Mazatlan is really confusing before you start the actual process. And so we decided just to drive into La Paz and check out the ferry terminal and go to the office and directly speak to the people. Um, we're using a company called TMC, which isn't the like most utilized for our kind of tourism ferry. It's more for cargo shipping and um, truckers use it. It's a lot less expensive. It comes with a lot less amenities. But um, there's, there's a lot of pros to it for us. Like you get to stay with your truck. You don't have to park your truck underneath and you don't have to rent a little. Basically, it's just cheaper. And, um, and it runs overnight. It leaves at 5 p.m. And arrives and in the morning. 16 hours. So we get to just like basically stay at our truck and play cards and read and sleep. and. Yeah, uh, so... Um, when, what, where were we going with that? When we got to La Paz, we went to go check out the ferry. I was on a tangent and then it just ended. Oh, yeah. um, oh I know. And so when we finally got there to make the reservation, which would have been really easy to do over the phone, it's just one of those things, like I speak a lot of Spanish, but this is just something I wanted to be clear on. And they just needed my phone number. They really honestly just needed my name and phone number to make the reservation. I just didn't understand that's what uh, they needed. That's all they needed. And um, I don't think we would have trusted it. Yeah. We made it over the phone. Yeah. And so it turned out that the next available ferry wasn't available for like two weeks. And so we've kind of just been like puttering around down here in Baja del Sur because we really didn't want to go back. It had been a long drive to get back to the surf in the north half. But we were considering going back to El Conejo. Mm -hmm. And then we took a day trip down to San Jose del Cabo and we were trying to get to the East Cape just to find some smaller waves for me because it is like so macking over here and the, you know, it's like a black diamond and I'm more like a blues, like a blues kind of intermediate surfer. It's crowded too. And it's crowded. Um, it's just not like the ideal surf spot for both of us, but, um, Tell them, Jamie, what happened to us when we were in... Uh, we were trying to get to a bank with an ATM, and it brought us, like, out of the touristy area. We still hadn't even gone to the center, but we were trying to get to an ATM kind of first and uh, had to do, like, the kind of turnaround that I do, which is going all the way around the block rather than doing some kind of crazy high-traffic U-turny kind of thing. And uh, the car died at a stoplight, pretty busy road. Technically it's uh, Baja 19, it's like a highway, but it was in town. It was like Mission Street basically. 
and I was come. We were coming off of Almar onto Mission, basically, and uh, the car died. Yeah, we were able to get some people to back up behind us and kind of used gravity to back into the parking lot in front of a Chinese import store. And, you know, it felt like it was choking out, not getting fuel or air or something. And, um, and then we had to call a grua. We got a tow truck to take us like a block to a, to a mechanic. And it was a fuel problem, which was that we, we were out of gas. gas. <laughs> but something was broken, which was the part of the fuel pump, there's a little float in the tank that actually tells the gauge whether you have gas or not, and that was broken. So our gas gauge was reading that we had about a quarter tank, but we were actually out of gas. Um, two, two side comments. I sat in the car while Jane, oh, like these nicest people in this little barrio we were in, it was outside of the tourist area. So it was mostly like, you know, people of that area, not like the gringo community that's everywhere else. And um, they came out of the woodwork, you know, especially if they spoke English to talk to us. But this one guy took Jamie to a couple like backyard mechanics that he thought maybe could help us out. And I just sat um, by the car and waited because I was in charge of calling the Grua. And um, so many people went to this Chinese market. It was the parking, it was unbelievable. It made me feel so bad that we took one of their parking spots because it was like every two minutes, someone else was pulling in and out, in and out. I have no idea what they sold in there. I, know, I walked in, it was like knickknack kind of stuff. It, I don't know, anyway. And um, the other comment being that uh, I guess that this part of the journey turns out to be so special. We were super bumming because all of a sudden, you know, you like, kind of like have to take a deep breath. Like, okay, how are we going to handle this? Where are we? Like, what, what are our plans? What are our solutions? And then working together as a couple. And we were so chill. Like, there was no arguing. There was just kind of like, we've... We, at, we found out how much, <laughs> which would have been so embarrassing if we got towed all the way to Pescadero to find out we were out of gas. <laughs> but we found that would out. Have been like about $450. Yeah, or $500. Yeah, dollars. maybe even 1000 bucks to get towed back here. But everybody in town here had been telling us about this great Toyota mechanic. So I was kind of like, man, we better find out how much it'll cost. We didn't want to spend that money. Yeah. And so then it just became like, so, okay, these mechanics took it in. We broke down in front of this funky $40 a night, like Mexican hotel. With a condom dispenser right outside the lobby. Yeah, that kind of place, you know. Um, <laughs> and we just started cruising and we found like this cevicheria, um, amazing ceviche. Mm -hmm. so and good. they kind of basically like poke, really. Yeah like ahi tuna. It was so good and they, everyone was so nice. And then in the morning we found a little cafe. They have all these, down here, all these front door cafecitos. Like you just walk up and they're selling coffee and make muffins and bananas and stuff out of their front window of their house. And the lady was so nice and they make this amazing oatmeal with sugar and cinnamon. It's so delicious. You just buy like a coffee cup full. Yeah, they took our picture because they said we were the first Extron heroes to ever come to their cafe. I, we just feel like so proud about that. <laughs> yeah, we were celebrities in this neighborhood. Because, yeah. 
it was not a place with other gringos. I don't think we saw another gringo. No, we, we, we were there for two nights because our truck got finished the next day, but not till like 5 p.m. because it took them a while to get the pump. And the rule so is you don't drive at night We didn't want to drive home at night, so we just stayed another night and we loved it because then we went to another restaurant and uh, it was just the most phenomenal carne asada and the amazing family running the place. They were so freaking great. Yeah. So good. Man, They're so good proud food. of their food. And they, so basically they just sit down like this taco in front of you of just, you know, the bare, maybe just the meat. And then they bring you these condiment trays, like the taco, it's like the salsa bar at um, Taqueria Santa Cruz or something, comes to the table. Just a whole salsa bar on your table. Yeah, so you get like guacamole and like two kinds of homemade salsa and everything's coming with a little bit of cucumbers and radishes and fresh limes and then always pico de gallo and maybe sometimes like grilled onions or onions and cilantro. You never know what you're gonna get at each place. It's so rad, it's so fun. Mm. And um, the Papa, Re Papa Rieno, we had one of the best meals of our life. But also, I, even though we're not sure if it was Papa Rieno that gave me the Montezumas, it's, it's off the menu for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also, on the our- The Papa Rieno we got in La Paz, though. It was like when the best- We were driving in like the beachfront, really pretty. Whoever's in charge of the beachfront and like the town, arts and whatnot in La Paz is killing it. There's just these beautiful sculptures everywhere and parklets everywhere and that kind of thing. But then we um, took a one-way street. It was all, every other street was one way. And we, we were trying to find somewhere to eat that we could park right in front of. And we ended up a couple blocks past the touristy area as we tend to and got lunch at uh, uh, Felix, Taqueria Felix or something like that. It was definitely Felix. I don't know if it was Taqueria. Yeah, Taqueria Felix. But, um, oh, damn, the Papa Reina there. They have like a baked potato in some foil and they so mash good. it up and stir it up with a bunch of butter and then it has like crema and different fillings. And this one was just phenomenal. We loved it. And the people there were very cool too. Yeah. Interested in us, it was fun. Um, lots of empanadas. We went to a creameria and got like cheese, did cheese tasting and we got like a pound of cheese for $2. Or like, no, maybe we got, sorry, we got like, I don't know, two pounds of cheese for $2? No, was, probably more like a pound. Yeah, two different kinds, like one of those really stinky Mexican cheeses and <laughs> we're getting attacked. Getting Is the bug buggy. out? Getting a little buggy up here. I don't know what's going on. I'm not uh, sure if they're mosquitoes. I don't think they are. They're, they're just annoying. like these little gnats. And it's been interesting. As soon as we crossed over into uh, southern Baja here, our phones work. Mm -hmm. um, and we're largely online as well. So it's been a different experience. Northern Baja, it was pretty cool to spend like two and a half, three weeks just like in the middle of nowhere with no connection. Yeah, and it reading. Was pretty, pretty nice. <laughs> reading and. Yeah, we've both finished multiple books and written songs. Yeah, it's kind of unbelievable how once you get the internet back, how much time is wasted on social media <laughs> or just playing those games or whatever, New York Time games. But um, I'm sure there'll be a lot more of a downtime in our future here. 
As Our cribbage tournament is currently tied <laughs> 20 games to 20. Yeah, tied cribbage tournament. Mm -hmm. We didn't even mention um, we spent a few nights on the east side of Baja, and that's where you get that crystal blue water. We've stayed at a and no waves, you know, we were able to paddleboard out to these islands. And it's where so many gringo communities are. A lot of people from Germany and Canada come um, and just like park there. It's like unbelievable to see what rigs are driving down here, these huge motorhomes. And then they just park on the beach and they live there for six months. And it's like, it's like, their community, right? Yeah. Um, should we do a pause and do something about the bugs, like get some incense or something? Or do you want to just... <laughs> I mean, we can't go much longer. Okay, yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> we're gonna, oh, there is a mosquito there. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, we're going to catch the ferry day after tomorrow. <laughs> New Year's Eve is here, and then we're catching the ferry. Um, I'm going to play us out okay. because we talked about these things. Yeah. This is a song I'm working on. It goes like this. We built a wall. Built a wall at the wall. Wait, I gotta start over. Okay. We built a wall. We built a wall at the wall. You know it weren't real tall, but it sure were pretty. And a wall that ain't tall, it won't fall. We put a floor in a house with no door. You know it had a lot of style, we hung there for a while, tomorrow I wonder sure I'll build more. And there were waves, yeah there were waves for days. You know they weren't real long, I guess the sand was all wrong, but there's no such thing as bad waves. We rode them, we surfed the spot, you know we rode it a lot. We did the just stand there, the put your arms in the air, cause you can have a little fun or have a lot. That's all I got so far. I'm out of here. We love y'all. <laughs> <laughs>